Good morning, everyone. Thank you for joining us here today. My name is Juliana, and it is my pleasure to be your MC for today's announcement. I would like to start by thanking and recognizing all of our guests here today. So we have Demetrius Nicolaitis, the Minister of Advanced Education speaking, as well as Matt Jones, Minister of Affordability and Utility, Matt Yanish, Vice Chair, Council of Alberta University Students, John Mijay Rao, Co-Chair of the Alberta Graduate Provincial Advisory Council, and myself. In terms of order of events, we will first hear a few words from Minister Nicolaitis, Minister Jones, Matt, the Vice Chair of the Council of Alberta University Students, Jan Majay, the Co-Chair of Alberta Graduate Provincial Advisory Council, and then myself at the end. There will be an opportunity for media to ask questions at the conclusion of the presentation by the speakers from the podium. To begin, it is my pleasure to invite Minister of Advanced Education, Demetrius Nicolaitis, to outline today's announcement. Minister Nicolaitis. Well, good morning, everyone, and uh, thank you for uh, joining us here at the incredible uh, University of Alberta campus. Uh, I want to uh, first and foremost thank my colleague, uh, Minister Jones, uh, for, uh, for being here. And as well, I want to thank our student leaders uh, who are here in attendance and are joining us for today's important announcement. Um, and on that point, I, I do want to thank and acknowledge our student leaders because it is uh, your dedication and your strong advocacy that has and will continue to create meaningful change for students by helping to bring student concerns front and center to government. So I want to thank you for your continued advocacy and collaboration over these past few years. As I've heard from so many of you, our student leaders and uh, other students within our post-secondary system, Alberta students are indeed facing increased uh, costs of living. Rising interest rates and other costs are impacting our students' abilities to get a job and contribute to Alberta's economy. And so Alberta's government remains committed to ensuring that our post-secondary system remains accessible and affordable for all students. One of our government's uh, recent initiatives to improve affordability was to create the New Beginnings Bursary last year. This bursary provides low-income students studying in high-demand programs with an annual $5,000 non-repayable bursary supporting 1,000 low-income students. Then, in November of last year, we were able to uh, announce an additional investment of $3.5 million towards this bursary to support another 700 students. And just this past week, we announced an additional investment of $8.5 million towards the New Beginnings Bursary, which will provide 1,700 low-income nursing students with a $5,000 non-repayable grant. These most uh, recent investments uh, towards the New Beginnings Bursary brings the total number of low-income learners receiving the bursary this academic year to 3,400. In addition to that new bursary, we also announced other birth, uh, bursaries earlier this week. We're investing uh, $7.8 million in Budget 2023 to fund a new bursary for internationally educated nurses to cover up to $30,000 over the duration of their studies to help them cover costs of licensing, tuition, and other living expenses. 
These non-repayable supports ensure that costs do not become a barrier to post-secondary education while helping our most vulnerable access the financial support that they need. But today I'm excited to announce some additional actions being taken by the government to improve affordability for all post-secondary students. As part of Budget 2023, Alberta's government plans to make post-secondary education more affordable for students and for recent graduates by doing the following, capping tuition increases, reducing interest rates on Alberta student loans, extending the Alberta student loan interest-free grace period, and increasing the income threshold for the repayment assistance plan, and finally, uh, increasing the Alberta student grant by $225 per month for each eligible student during the 2022-23 loan year. At a high level, the key point that I want to leave you with today is that in the midst of an inflationary crisis, we are taking action to ensure Alberta's post-secondary system remains accessible and affordable, affordable for years to come. Let me now uh, tell you in a little bit more detail about these uh, five specific actions that I mentioned. Currently, tuition increases are tied to the consumer price index, and we are planning to cap domestic tuition increases at a flat 2% across an institution starting in the 2024-25 academic year and for all future academic years. This will reduce the impact of inflationary pressures for Alberta students. All domestic students paying tuition fees at Alberta's post-secondary institutions in 24-25 and onwards will benefit from this revised cap. The change also aligns us with other provinces like BC and Saskatchewan who also have a flat 2% cap on tuition. We have heard from students, and again to our student leaders here, one of the things that I've heard consistently from all of you for the past three and a half years is the importance of predictability when it comes to tuition policy. And adjusting the cap to a flat 2% will provide students with precisely that. This change will ensure our system remains accessible for now and into the future. In addition, I also mentioned some changes to interest rates on student loans. And in particular, we are changing the interest rate on student loans from currently prime plus 1% to the flat prime rate. Approximately 164,000 Alberta student loan borrowers and all future borrowers will benefit from changes to the Alberta student loan interest rate. The interest rate will be reduced, as I mentioned, from prime plus one to prime, beginning on July 1st, 2023. The change, of course, is uh, necessary and will help address inflationary pressures by reducing costs of borrowing and alleviating repayment risks. With this change, all future Alberta student loan borrowers, along with the vast majority of current borrowers, will benefit. Thirdly, we are also doubling the student loan interest-free grace period from six months to 12 months to give students more time to find gainful employment without having to worry about student loan repayments. Approximately 57,000 uh, post-secondary students graduate every year, and those students will be the primary beneficiaries of this extended grace period. 
I'm pleased to say that this change makes Alberta a leader in Canada, with only one other province, Prince Edward Island, offering students 12 months of interest-free grace period, and Alberta will now join them. The extension of the grace period similarly will also be implemented on July 1st, 2023, and will benefit any borrowers who complete their studies on or after December 1st, 2022. Fourthly, our government is also increasing the income threshold for the repayment assistance plan from 25,000 to 40,000, so more students can benefit from the program. The repayment assistance plan helps Alberta student loan borrowers who are facing financial challenges keep their loans in good standing. When a borrower applies, an affordable monthly payment is worked out based on their family size and family income. Increasing the threshold from 25000 to 40000 will make it available for more students if they need it. Similarly, this increase will also be implemented on July 1st, 2023. We estimate that increasing the assistance program will benefit approximately 16,000 Alberta student loan borrowers. And finally, we are also making changes to the Alberta Student Grant to provide an additional one-time $225 per month top-up for the 2022-23 loan year that will benefit more than 10,000 low-income students who receive the funding. The Alberta Student Grant was uh, first introduced in 2021 to help more low-income students pursue one-year programs, apprenticeship programs, or other graduate-level programs. And with this change, those students will be able to weather the cost of living and inflationary challenges we are seeing today. Students receiving this additional funding from the Alberta Student Grant will be notified by Alberta Student Aid by March. They should also receive the additional funding during that time period. And so in closing, today's announcement reaffirms the government's commitment to accessible and affordable post-secondary education. I want to ensure that every student can gain the knowledge and skills that they need to live fulfilling lives and develop fulfilling careers. Thank you. Thank you, Minister Nicolatis. I would now like to invite the Minister of Affordability and Utilities, Matt Jones, to speak. Good morning. As the Minister of Affordability and Utilities, it's great to be here to help announce new measures that will provide real relief to Alberta's post-secondary students. Affordability is the primary challenge facing Albertans today, and this, of course, includes our students. The rapid increase in cost of living is putting pressure on those who are pursuing further education to create a better, better future for themselves and also our province. The measures announced today will provide both immediate and ongoing relief to students. Capping domestic tuition increases at 2% will provide stability and predictability for years to come. Reducing interest rates on student loans and doubling the interest-free grace period from 6 to 12 months will give new graduates more time to find gainful employment and less stress over student loans while doing so. Increasing the thresholds for the repayment assistance plan 
and increasing the Alberta Student Grant by 225 a month for each eligible student during the 2022-2023 loan year will ensure more students are able to access an affordable education. Whether someone is just beginning their studies or nearing graduation, these affordability measures will support them so they can focus on their studies and what, what matters most to them. I want to thank Minister Nicolaitis and student leaders for their leadership and advocacy on these issues. Students, their families, and households will also continue to benefit from the other measures of our affordability action plan. Students and their households can receive up to $500 in electricity rebates and ongoing natural gas price protection. They can continue to, to benefit from our fuel tax relief, saving 13.6 cents per litre on their way to and from school. They can benefit from our investments in affordable transit and income tax relief. And for any students on Alberta's core support programs, they will see larger support payments and additional monthly affordability payments. Students on these programs or with dependent children are also benefiting from up to $600 in affordability payments. The new affordability measures announced today for students are an important addition to our affordability action plan and underscores our commitment to students and to keeping Alberta affordable. Thank you. Thank you, Minister. This is great news for students. I would now like to invite Matt Yanish, the Vice Chair of CAUSE, to the podium. I don't have a fancy binder to put mine in, unfortunately. Um, alrighty, thank you everyone. Thank you very much for having me today. Uh, so once again, my name is Matt Yanish. I'm the uh, Vice Chair of the Council of Alberta University Students, representing over 100,000 uh, undergraduate students uh, in this lovely province. Uh, this announcement today cannot come at a more critical time. Like uh, all Albertans, students have been heavily impacted by the cost of living crisis. 30% of students here at the U of A are now regularly skipping meals due to the cost of food, and across the river at my home university at McEwen, student food bank usage rates have more than doubled in the last year alone. Permanent solutions are needed, as the impacts of the cost of living crisis will not fade overnight. From this announcement today, I'm confident that students will benefit from these long-term solutions, particularly around capping tuition increases and expanding eligibility for the repayment assistance plan. Students are key stakeholders in our province's economic future, and investing in students today and investing, uh, investing in students today is investing in Alberta's workforce of tomorrow. We as student leaders have heard loud and clear, however, that right now many of our future doctors, engineers, policymakers, and other skilled workers simply cannot afford to go to school. A recent report noted that for the first time since 1988, more youth aged 15 to 29 actually moved out of Alberta rather than moved in, a trend that our rural communities have been especially impacted by. For small towns and communities across Alberta, the loss of Albertan youth to provinces with more affordable education means the loss of our future workforce. We hope that today's announcement marks a long-term shift towards building a better future for all Albertans, a future in which our universities and colleges will play a key role. Nobody in a province as rich as ours should be skipping meals or relying on food banks to survive, just as nobody in Alberta should be denied access to education. We have world-class institutions here that tax-paying Albertans have spent decades building up. We just need to ensure that our students can afford to attend them. Today's announcement is a welcome measure, and we hope to see a continuation of such, such announcements in the future. More than ever, we need to invest in Alberta's post-secondaries and ensure that accessibility and affordability are front of mind for the students of today and tomorrow. Thank you very much. Thank you, Matt. I would now like to invite Janmi J. Rao to speak on behalf of the Alberta Graduate Provincial Advocacy Council to share a few words as well. 
Good morning, everyone. I am Janme Jirao, a graduate student in the Department of Mechanical Engineering here at University of Alberta. I came to Edmonton in 2021 after finishing my undergraduate studies back in India at Indian Institute of Technology, Goa. Currently, I am the co-chair of uh, Alberta Graduate Provincial Advocacy Council, which represents over 20,000 graduate students in the province of Alberta. I am glad to see uh, the steps taken by the government regarding the concerns of our students' associations, which have been advocating these changes to make post-secondary education more affordable. These changes will assist graduate students, uh, students who will start their education, and th those who are already in school. For student completing their postgraduate studies, extending the student loan interest grace period will give them more time to find a job in their line of work and uh, not get just any job to uh, pay back the loan. Increasing the repayment assistance plan will allow graduate students to pay back their loans at a more affordable rate, especially considering the rise, rising costs of living. We all know that inflation is hitting students really hard. So uh, this tuition cap will make it a little easier for students to budget their other expenses and uh, give a more predictable solution to the ever-rising tuition fees. These actions are steps in the right direction to help students to focus on their education. Uh, ABGPAC, Alberta Graduate Provincial Advocacy Council, will continue to raise the concerns of graduate students, including international students. Thank you very much for your time and attention. Thank you so much, Janmi Jay. I would now like to share uh, what these changes mean to me as a student here at the University of Alberta as well. So my name is Juliana Rodriguez. I am a fifth year Bachelor of Commerce student here at the university. I am a first generation Canadian and have lived in Edmonton for the majority of my life. Uh, but my family is originally from Colombia. In the late 90s, due to political and economical situations, my parents made the decision to leave Colombia and seek refuge in the United States. They left behind their home, just taking themselves, their four-year-old daughter, and a child on the way, which was myself. We spent a few years in the United States trying to build a new life there and get established, until one day, unfortunately, my parents received notice that their immigration status was being rejected. They were faced again with the decision to either return to Colombia or uproot their family and start over. This is when our family made the move to come to Canada. And we came here under political asylum, and my, both my parents went straight into working whatever jobs they could find at the time. They were frequently needing to work two jobs as well. They went to school at night to learn English and did as much as they could to provide for my sister and I while doing these things. In around 2007, we came to Edmonton when my father was able to find stable work, and my mother did as well soon after. It has now been over 15 years for us living and working in Alberta, and it has been over a decade that we have now been Canadian citizens. Without my parents' dedication and diligence, I would not be where I am today. My parents' journey instilled strong values within me, with a particular emphasis on hard work. Their sacrifices gave me the opportunity to live the Alberta dream, because it is here in Alberta where hard work is rewarded with endless opportunities. My mother told me that you should always strive to create a life for yourself tomorrow that is better than the one that you have today. 
and I knew that I would have to work hard my whole life to be able to afford university and even harder to be able to excel in my classes and graduate to achieve this better tomorrow. But for myself and thousands of other Albertans, one of the biggest barriers to post-secondary education is affordability. That's why from the age of 15, I've had to hold a job to save for my education. And now, continuing throughout my studies at the university, I have and continue to work full-time and part-time positions to help pay for my education. But with the rising cost of living and higher tuition, working just one job or working part-time throughout the school year is barely enough to get me by. That's why I am so glad that the Alberta government is introducing new affordability measures and that will positively impact students across all of Alberta. These changes will benefit thousands of students, and I look forward for benefiting on the extended grace period when I graduate in 2024. It also puts my mind at ease knowing that when the grace period finishes, I will pay less interest in the long run with my student loans as I begin a new career in marketing. I want to thank Alberta's government and the minister for taking action to make post-secondary education more affordable and to make it possible for Albertans to achieve the Alberta dream. Thank you so much. So this concludes the formal portion of today's announcements. I would like to thank all of our speakers for being here today and on this important day for Alberta students. And I would like to turn things over to Sam Blackett now, the press secretary for the Minister Nicolaitis, uh, who will mediate today's questions. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. We'll now go into the media Q&A portion of this announcement. Uh, just for media in the room, uh, we'll be taking on-question topic, on question, on topic questions at the mic first, uh, with one question and one follow-up, uh, if you want to make your way there now. And I see we already have someone there. Uh, please state your name and outlet, and we can get started here. Hi, Audrey Never with French CBC Alberta. Um, my first question is for the student leaders, whoever wants to answer. Do you feel like today's um, measures are sufficient to make up for the cuts, the cuts to the universities in the past uh, three years under the Kenny government? Sure. Well, uh, of course, the, the announcement today and the measures are specifically geared towards students and to improving um, uh, affordability for students and, and helping them to mitigate this incredibly uh, high inflationary environment that we're seeing, you know, not just across Canada, but, but globally. Um, as, as we're doing and as, as Minister uh, Jones can attest to, of course, the, uh, the government is taking steps to help mitigate this uh, high, um, high inflationary environment for, for as many Albertans as possible, including post-secondary students. Um, you know, going back to 2019, we, we've had to make some, some difficult decisions when it comes to um, spending. Of course, we had significant budget deficits, and we've had to make some very difficult decisions. But as a consequence of making those decisions, we're now in a stronger position where we're able to uh, reduce interest rate on student loans, extend additional benefits, uh, provide additional support for the Alberta Student Grant. That wouldn't be possible if we did not make uh, difficult decisions uh, several years back. Um, I'd like to hear from the students' leaders too. After, but I had a follow-up, so I'll uh, ask you sure. for you. So I'll ask you right now. Do you feel like under uh, Premier Smith, you're signaling a change in direction or philosophy towards higher education with these investments? 
Well, I think that, uh, of course, you know, one of the, the, the key priorities of, of, of the Premier and the government of Alberta is, is broadly on the issue of affordability. Uh, that's been a recurring theme that I think has been a, that uh, folks have seen in all of the, the mandates uh, statements that have been provided to all ministers. And the fact that we have a minister of, uh, of affordability, I think, is a demonstration of of the government's priorities to strengthen uh, affordability for, for as many Albertans as possible. Um, and, but, uh, but at a high level, of course, you know, the priorities continue to remain the same in terms of helping to ensure that we are uh, setting our students up for success in the job market when they graduate, helping them uh, build the skills for jobs that they need so that they can go on to successful and rewarding careers. Um, and I think these measures uh, touch on that as well. You know, extending the interest, uh, uh, the deferral period gives students more time to be able to find those career opportunities. And, and as uh, was mentioned, you know, maybe not find the first job that's directly available uh, because they have to worry about student loan repayments, but uh, have a little bit more time to search and find something that's, that's the right fit that will help ensure that, that their skills are, are being applied where, where it's best suited. Thank you. And to the student leaders, I'd like to know if you think that these announcements today are, are sufficient and if they make up for the hardships that were incurred by the cuts to the universities and therefore the raise in tuition that it happened subsequently in the last three years. Yeah, thank you for the question. Um, uh, of course, um, you know, we, we've we seen, uh, you know, I know my, the cost of my own degree has gone approximately 30% uh, over what it was when I when I first came to McEwen and, and we have um, absolutely seen uh, the current affordability crisis make things uh, much worse. Is it is it enough? No, but is it uh, a step in the right direction? Absolutely. Uh, and is it a reflection of what we've, we've uh, asked for as student leaders? Absolutely it is. Uh, I don't know if John Majay wants to uh, supplement that, but uh, lovely. Thank you. And I see we have another question at the mic. Feel free to state your name and outlet. Hi there, Morgan Black from Global Edmonton. A uh, question for the Minister of Advanced Education, please. Uh, I saw the release talks about the cap coming into place 2024, 2025, and then future academic years. So I'm wondering if you could be more specific of how long you plan for the cap to last. Sure. So currently the uh, the cap that, uh, that, that exists right now is enshrined in legislation. It's in the Post-Secondary Learning Act. So uh, with a future bill, we will be going in to make that change. So that'll, that'll exist as a permanent fixture unless somebody goes into the act and, and changes uh, the legislation and changes the cap. So otherwise, it's intended to be a permanent fixture. Okay, and then follow-up, if um, also for you, if sure. you can stay up there. Um, so obviously, we heard from student leaders about food banks needing help, students skipping meals. I'm wondering what's next for the government. Is there an appetite to go beyond freezing rates, to look at lowering costs, what more could be done? I mean, if students are going hungry during their school year. Yeah, and uh, I think the, the comment was made, you know, no, no one should, should be going through that. I know our uh, Minister of um, uh, Community and Social Services uh, has uh, recently provided uh, a new investment of $10 million to food banks, which I think the, the University of Alberta Food Bank is, is eligible and is receiving some supports. Um, and uh, we are working with uh, other uh, campuses and other food banks on campuses to ensure that they're able to access those supports as well. Uh, and that's part of a, of a, of a broader government-wide effort to support food bank use because, again, it's not just an issue that we're seeing in Alberta, but across the country, food bank usage is, is skyrocketing because of um, inflationary policies that are making the cost of everything going up. Uh, again, I'm, I'm just fortunate that uh, we're, we're in a strong position as a province financially 
financially and fiscally where we have the ability to be able to provide these uh, supports to Albertans, whether it's through additional supports to food banks or some of the other changes that we made today. Thanks, Minister. Thank you. And we'll go to the next person at, your mic, at the mic. Please state your name and outlet. Hi, Lily Polenchik from The Gateway here at the U of A. I just had a question regarding international students and what your efforts may be towards them because you're capping domestic tuition increases, but um, here at the U of A, it, the proposed international increase is like 5.5%, and international students have been very vocal about the fact that they're also all working you know, full-time jobs or doing what they can, and they're struggling even now, and they're worried about the increase. So I'm just wondering if there are going to be any future efforts uh, to help out international students as well, or where they are prioritized, I guess. Sure. Um, you know, happy to um, to continue to chat with, with international students and uh, uh, continue to keep the conversation moving as we as we try together and to address these uh, these um, affordability issues. And so I'm open to, to more ideas and solutions. Um, uh, you know, I think I think broadly as well with uh, with international students it's it's a priority for the government to uh, to do more to support international students um, a few months back i announced the creation of the alberta bureau of international education which is intended to uh, to help operate as a as a broader support network and system to increase alberta's presence on the international scene to help uh, different universities, colleges, and post-secondary institutions work together to ensure that they have the right supports in place for international students. So uh, it's definitely a, a priority. Uh, you know, currently there, there are no legislative provisions around um, uh, tuition for international students. So the, the cap that we're changing uh, applies to domestic students, as we mentioned. Thank you. And I don't believe we have any more questions in the room here. Operator, do we have anyone on the line? There are no questions on the phone at this time. Perfect. Well, that will conclude the media Q&A portion of this announcement. Thank you, everyone, for joining us today. Oh, you got one more. Oh, sorry. Well, we'll get back to the room for one right more. At the, <laughs> right at the 11th hour. <laughs> Had to jump uh, on my feet. Uh, it's just more clarification. Uh, you mentioned you're going to be introducing legislation to cap the tuition, yep. but from... 2024, 2025. Why not 2023, 2024? Yeah, yeah, thank you. Good question. Um, so many of our universities, including I think right here at the University of Alberta, um, have, have already made their decisions, have already passed their budgets, have already completed that process. Um, uh, they, um, of course, they, they, many of them are on, on a March, uh, end, uh, fiscal year. So they have to get their, their budgets approved. They go through the tuition consultation process. And a lot of that is, is already completed and they've already made those budgetary de decisions and tuition policies for the 23, 24 academic year. So we thought it more appropriate to, to have that apply for the 24, 25 academic year, give everyone some clear line of sight and, and um, help, uh, everybody have the appropriate time that they need. Uh, to make uh, the budget decisions for that window. Okay, thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you. Now that'll conclude our announcement for today. Thank you, everybody, for joining us.